Megan the Stallion might have a boo, but Hot Girl Summer is still happening. They say the girls have more fun, but they never met the boys. This is Boy Talk. Boy Talk. This is Boy Talk. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. I am so excited to be here with you all again for another great episode. I am literally here in Ohio still, rocking it out a couple more weeks till I head back to New York City. So I am living for these moments where I get to just get in front of my mic and talk to you all. I seriously seriously cannot wait to get back to the city but i am still loving being home with everyone so all good things are happening over here this week is going so fast for me though i started an internship and i'm so excited about it i'm having so much fun with that so you know Everyone's out here living their life, doing their thing. Summer's around the corner. The sun is shining. And I am also doing the things I love with school and work and life and content. And I hope that you all are having all these wonderful things happening for you too. But yeah, it's going to be a great time when I get back to the city. I know my friends in New York are already missing me. I'm missing them. I have lots of fun things coming with friends who also make content. So all good things. I just cannot wait to share it all with you as it continues. But for now, let's get into some updates about things that I can share with you at the moment. So with the podcast, I asked you all last week if you would be wanting to see video recordings of me doing the podcast. So we're playing with that idea still. Please reach out to me on Instagram. Let me know. My Instagram is ocody, O-H-H-K-O-D-Y. You can't miss me. I'm on every social media under that. You can find me. It's really hard to not find me because it's all literally branded as O-Cody, O-H-H-K-O-D-Y. But yeah, DM me. Let me know if that's something you think would be fun. I'm testing out other things. Like I'm currently actually doing this podcast on live on TikTok. So I have some of my TikTok followers. They're watching me recording this podcast right now. I just want to keep playing with this idea of like, how much do you all want to see me in the podcast? What goes on behind scenes? So just let me know. I'd love to hear what you guys think, what you want to see. Next would be social media and what's going on there. I've been talking the last couple episodes about it. I have started an OnlyFans, right? I'm not sure what I'm doing on there yet, okay, y'all? I'm being transparent about it. But the account is live. So someone has already found my account. One of you is already following, already subscribed. So thank you so much. If you're that person, shout out to you. You're amazing. I already messaged you on there and thanked you. But yeah, I started the account. It's all approved. It's all set up. It's ready to go. I'm just trying to still figure out how I'm going to go about it what kind of stuff I'll be posting and that kind of thing. But if you want to start subscribing, go right ahead. It's like all my other social medias, O-H-H-K-O-D-Y. You cannot miss it. But yeah, that is really the update. I know, scandalous. I have an OnlyFans. It's, it's still setting in. You know what I mean? Like, I still haven't, like... <laughs> fully process that like I, I did do it. It's been something I've been contemplating for a while. Um, it's something that I ran past like my friends and family. Like it was a decision that I wanted to be really like confident in making. And that's a big thing that I think a lot of people don't realize about the social media and focus of OnlyFans. Like when you hear OF, you only think of like, you know, the adult content. It doesn't have to be just adult content. For me, I think it's going to be more so of a really great way for me to connect with you all, um, to message with you all, to share content that I can't 
post in other spaces to give you guys insider look and view into my life um, and to build stronger relationships with those of you who want to engage with me in that level. And who's not to say it doesn't end up into something a little more, you know, scandalous. I'm not saying it's not something I wouldn't do and I'm not saying it's something I would do. It's still very in the air. I'm kind of rolling with it. We're going to see what it turns into. But yeah, you can start subscribing. People already have. So go ahead and find me on there as well. For now, let's get into the podcast episode this week. I mentioned that Mother Megan the Stallion, little hot girl Meg, she got a boo and everyone is freaking like, is hot girl summer still going to be a thing? The answer is absolutely yes. First off, Hot Girl Summer is a mentality, baby. It happens all year for me, and it's going to happen all year for you. So this episode is going to be all about Hot Girl Summer, what it is, how to do it right, and some of my tips and tricks and some of my insider stories about my Hot Girl Summer. So let's get into it. Before we jump in, I have to do this. It's my shameless plug moment. I know, I know, it's not (laughs) so much fun to listen to me beg you all (laughs) to help, but I don't make any money on this podcast, y'all. I am here being broke making it for the funsies i've invested more money into this than i am making but all i need you to do to keep the podcast going is like it download it follow it share it with your friends tag me on social media when you share it i always repost when you guys are sharing about the podcast please give it a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. That is what ranks podcasting. That's what makes the podcast get seen by more people. That's what promotes the podcast. That is how the podcast continues to grow. We are in the top 1.5% of podcasters in the world, which is wild. Like, y'all did that. Like, I have no control over any of it. It is you all. So thank you so much for the endless support. Give it a quick like, give it a quick download, give it a quick follow, and we will be good to go. And that is my shameless plug, which you guys hear every week. So thank you so much. I appreciate you all. Alrighty, so Mother Meg sent me. I am here to save hot girls summer. You know, Meg ended up getting into a relationship and she has famously quoted saying, you can be a hot girl and have a boo, which I agree because being a hot girl is a mentality. But if you don't know what a hot girl is or what hot girl summer is, let's get into that. Let's talk about some of the basics, right? So what is hot girl summer? So Hot Girl Summer started about, I don't know, what, two, three years ago, 2017, 2018 area is when you started hearing people saying this. But basically, it's this whole movement where, like, all the girls were getting so sick of men being players. Like, it's just commonplace that these men were out here playing all these games, right? And so all the hot girls were like, you know what? I'm going to do that, but 10 times harder, and I'm going to do it all summer long. And that coined kind of this mentality, this movement of, like, it's a hot girl summer. Like, I'm going to be hot, and I'm going to just have fun. I'm not looking for anything serious. I'm just going to be pretty and enjoy my life and have fun with my friends and go do all these exciting things, blah, 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 blah. And then that's what a hot girl summer is. And so basically is this whole cultural movement of, like, Knowing your worth, knowing how pretty you are, knowing how much of a baddie you are, not taking anyone's crap, not letting anyone like walk all over you and just really owning the power that you have as an individual. And it's this really awesome thing that's been just going on since. So how it started, like I said, people were like really over all these men playing these games, really the girls, they were like, this is ridiculous, men suck, they don't know who I'm a baddie, they treat me like I'm not worth their time and energy and money and all the good things that they should be giving me and they should want to share with me and they just turned it into like this cultural phenomenon where they're like, I'm just going to be a hot girl and I'm going to do hot shit and I don't care what anyone thinks or says because I'm a hot girl. And it's really affected our whole culture. It's not just something that, like, 
one or two people are doing. Like, being a hot girl isn't just this, like, individual thing that's happening for a couple people. Like, it is culturally accepted. It is a term that everyone is utilizing. Like, being a hot girl and doing hot shit is quite literally commonplace now and so we see rappers like megan the stallion has kind of become the mother of it like when you say hot girl you think meg hot girl meg that's her handle that's her like brand she she utilizes in all of her raps but you've even seen some of the backlash against it too because some people hate this concept some people are anti-hot girl and i know it's crazy but like it started with like black bear when he had his song hot girl bummer and it was like the hot girl bummer anthem turn you know that one that song Basically, he, like, is one of the main, like, haters on it. But long story short, like, men are getting salty about, like, Hot Girl Summer. And it is just, like, this whole, like, which side are you on? You're either a hot girl, you're either a hot girl hater. And it's just, like, this whole cultural mess. But at the end of the day, I'm a hot girl. I do hot shit. I'm on Team Mother Meg. I'm here to help carry the summer. I've been being a hot girl since before hot girl was a thing like it is just my lifestyle and i think that it really does play into like the self-confidence self-worth aspect so let's talk about some of the basics on how it works and how to do it so if you want to be a hot girl if you want to have a hot girl summer and anyone can be a hot girl anybody you know it's not limited to the girls it can be the gays it can be the theys it can be all of us we can all be hot girls it's a lifestyle if you want to be a hot girl, here's what you need to do, right? You basically go into your summer knowing that you aren't looking to be cuffed. You're just looking to have a good time. And this concept freaks a lot of people out. People don't like this idea of like, oh, I'm just having fun. They think that you either don't know what you want or you're a player or all these other like terrible assumptions that come with like saying that you're not looking for something serious. But at the end of the day, knowing that you don't want something serious is knowing what you want. <laughs> it 100% is. There's nothing wrong with knowing that you aren't out for love right now. And it's okay to be super okay with that. Like, if someone doesn't like the fact that you don't want something serious, then, like, that's just a sign that they're not right for you. Say, okay, great. Uh, you want something serious. I don't. So, like, goodbye. Have a good summer. I'll see you next year, maybe. Who knows? Like, hags. <laughs> Have a great summer. That's the truth of it, though. Like, if it doesn't work with that one person, it just doesn't work with that one person. That's the first thing. You have to know and you have to be strong on what you want. And if it means that you don't want to be with someone, that is okay. You don't have to be. Next is that there is a difference between being toxic and not toxic during hot girl summer. And I think that that's where people have that stigma of if you're someone who says, like, I don't want to have something serious. They equate that you're already a toxic person. It's not toxic to not want something serious. It's okay to not want something serious. You just have to communicate it. And there is this really fine line between like being toxic and, and not. And especially when it comes to being a hot girl. So you have to know how to strongly communicate what you're looking for. Because that's when you get called toxic is when you don't tell people that you're just having fun. Or you don't let them know that you're not looking for something serious. And so then all of a sudden you are leading people on and, you know, all those things that are considered toxic and bad and wrong and things that you shouldn't do, right? Real hot girls know that they're hot. They tell people that they're hot. They tell people that they're not looking for something serious. Like real hot girls are confident in the lifestyle they're living. So to be a hot girl, you got to do that because no one wants to end up being toxic. I've been around the block. There's no surprise there. I've openly talked about that. 
And it's normally hot girl summer when, you know, I get my roster and I'm up on that that game. So I'm going to give y'all some of my insider tips on being a hot girl and how I have my hot girl summers, right? First off, like I said, being upfront about your intentions. You have to let people know that this is not going to result in a relationship. Else you look like the clown and no one wants to be the clown. We made hot girl summer to get back at the players by being like, oh, you can't play me because I'm playing you. But we play them respectfully in the sense of like, we're not going to like tell someone, oh yeah, I'm like in love with you and we're going to get married and you're the only guy I'm seeing when you're not. Like, just be honest with them. Be like, no, like <laughs> if they ask like, are you seeing anyone else? Yeah, we're not dating. And if they don't like that, then like be like, sorry that your feelings are hurt, friend. But I, you, I told you, I'm not, I'm not looking for anything serious right now. You know what I mean? You just got to let them know. And if they get butthurt about it at that point, like you already told them and that's on them. It's about living that strong, like lifestyle of knowing like, this is who I am. This is what I want. This is what's going on. This is how it's going to be. And like, you have to accept it that way. There's no way around it. Next tip is you need to have a roster. <laughs> so if you're on TikTok, I'm sure you've heard about rosters. I'm sure you're familiar with this idea, but basically it's the list of guys that you're seeing. Like for me being a gay male, I'm seeing other men. But like if you're, you know, person who identifies a male and is straight, you have a list of girls. Or if you're a girl who's straight, you have a list of guys or whatever. If you're bi, you have a list of people. If you're, you know, pan, whatever you are, your list is gonna look to your suit, correct? Long story short, it's a list of people. Why you need to have multiple options is this. People are busy. So some nights you're going to want to hang out and be a hot girl and do hot girl things and people aren't going to be available and that's okay. So you just let them know like, hey, like that's fine. And then you just hit up number two on your list or number three on your list or number four or five or six or seven or eight or nine or 10 or 11 or 12 or however long that list goes. You know what I mean? Um, and then also I suggest when you're being a hot girl that your roster has tiers, right? So you have people who <laughs> you're going to actually like be going out with, seeing, hanging out with, maybe hooking up with if that's your thing. To be a hot girl, you don't have to hook up with people. And I think that's a huge misconception. So like there are going to be some people that you are hanging out with and hooking up with, of course, yes, but you don't have to to be a hot girl. Like you don't have to have a hookup to be hot. Like you can still be going on dates, hanging out with people, dancing with people, kissing, whatever. Great. But you don't have to go all the way if you don't want to. Totally up to you. You can still be a hot girl. But yeah, having that roster and knowing who's on what tier. There are going to be some people that you're seeing who you are going to end up hooking up with and you know you want to hook up with. And then there are going to be some people that you're seeing and you know yet you're never going to actually hook up with. Like they're just people that you enjoy going out with, maybe grabbing coffee with or going to, you know, a bar with or dancing with or maybe you, you know, go on a vacation with them or they have a boat and so you're on their boat with them all the time like because they like having you there and you like being there. But long story short, you kind of got to know who falls on what tier and like even <laughs> if you like attention you can have a tier for people that you know that you're just snapping or you're just sending pictures to or you're just having like that flirtation ship on social media with I, I think that that's a fair tier to have too and I think a lot of hot girls have that tier as well it's like that's your lowest tier like the ones that you just like interact with on like social media and like you flirt with and you might like send like when you look hot you might send that story to them or you might put them on that private story so they can see when you look really good and that's really it. like you have no intentions of meeting them and then you have the ones that you'll meet but you have no intentions of actually being with like intimately and then there's the ones that you're gonna definitely be intimate with and I think having that system is so helpful 
because like you have like this roster because you're a hot girl and you have all these different people you're chatting with and you're being hot and you're living your life and you're being upfront with all them and they all know that you're not looking for something serious and you know you're just trying to have a good time and enjoy like being with your friends and being with yourself and all that good stuff people are busy and like they don't have to prioritize you just like you're not prioritizing them because you don't owe each other anything that's the whole point of like having fun and not being serious is like there's no stress on this like relationship that you're building with this person like they're just someone that you have fun with so if they're busy they're busy you got to have other options and you know what i mean you don't want to be bored it's a hot girl summer so you know hot girl summer now pop that shit so long story short have a roster and then finally a next tip is you got to be safe <laughs> And when I say be safe, I mean a lot of things. So let's dig into that. <laughs> so being safe one is like, if you're going to meet people that are new, like through dating apps or the internet or whatever, or even like at a bar or a restaurant or wherever you're going on your hot girl summer adventures, be safe. Share your location with someone like it's 2021. If you have a smartphone, it's literally like a tracker. So share that with like, I don't know, a family member or a friend or someone who you trust so that if you feel uncomfortable and you're in a situation you need to get out of or whatever, you're not just like missing and there's a way to find you and like you're not just like out there doing the most and no one knows where you're at or what's going on. Like it's simple to share your location. And on top of that, another thing I always suggest is have like a code phrase. So like example, my best friend and I have been best friends since we were like in kindergarten. Love her to death. She is one of like the five people who have my location because I want to be safe and I want people to know where I'm at. And like in the worst case scenario, if something were to happen, at least I know someone has like at least an inkling of where I was. Like there's data that's tracking me so that people can find me, whatever. Great. We also have a code phrase. So like before I go anywhere with like maybe someone I don't know that well or if I'm gonna go do something that like might be a little more risky like meet someone from the internet and I don't really know the person that kind of thing I have a code word with that with my friend that she knows like if I message you anything that has to do with work today you need to call me immediately and get me out of the situation that means I'm in danger I'm uncomfortable I need you to help me <laughs> and so like I remember the last time that I was going to go do hot girl stuff and I need to have a code word. She was off that day. So like she didn't work her job that day. So I was like, hey, if I text you asking how work's going, which is a common phrase to anyone, that means that like I need you to come save me because I know you're not at work. And she's like, gotcha, because she was going to be off the whole day. So she was like, I'm not going to work. So if I were to randomly text her and be like, hey, how's work? She knows that means call me immediately and get me out of my situation. So what does it look like to get someone out of a situation? I think there's a little side story with that because we need to get there. <laughs> um, an example of this, one time I was going on a date with this guy and he was going to meet me at my apartment and then we were going to go out. So I'd already done the hot girls moment with my best friend and I had told her like, hey, this guy's going to come over. Um, if I text you about whatever, please call me with a story, something to get me out of this. Like, it means I'm uncomfortable, I'm not safe, whatever, great. So this guy shows up, and like, I had only talked to him on the dating app for a couple days. I got his Snapchat verified, he was him, you know what I mean? Like, there's little things that we all do to kind of like, make sure that the person we're talking to the internet is really who they say they are, right? Well, he shows up, and the vibe is just off. <laughs> like, it was not good. 
I was instantly uncomfortable. He just was like super strange. Like he kind of was a little too touchy right away. I was like, I don't know you, sir. Um, this is super weird. Like he, he just like wasn't talking. And then when he would, he was just saying kind of like off the wall things. And I was just like, I'm not, I'm not feeling this. And like, I'm supposed to now go spend the whole evening with you. I need out of this and I, I, you're giving me weirdo vibes. Like I'm not, I'm not feeling good about this situation. So I texted her our code word and she called me like the homie she is. And she had literally Oscar winning award performance about her car breaking down and that I had to come immediately and help her. And she was on the side of the highway and she didn't know what she was doing. And she needed me to come and see if I could get like the tire changed. And if not, we're going to have to tow it. But the tow truck company said they couldn't be there for like a couple hours and she didn't want to sit alone. It was getting dark. And long story short, she came in clutch got me out of the situation. I was like, Hey, like, I'm so sorry. Like my best friend's having an emergency. I'm going to have to cancel. Can you go ahead and leave? I got to head out of here. And so like I walked down with him, said goodbye, gave him a hug, thanked him for coming. He left. I got in my car. I drove to her and she was around the corner at Starbucks because we lived with each other and she had left so I could meet this guy. And I said, thank you so much. Explain the situation. And yeah, that's the only time I've ever actually had to utilize this hot girl system of like having a really bad date that went really bad. And like the person gave me really sketch vibes and I felt uncomfortable. That's what I mean. It's like, if it was just someone who like, you're going on a date and like, you just realize it's not working. You should just tell them, you know what I mean? Like the, the correct thing to do would just be to be like, Hey, like I'm not feeling this. Sorry. I'm going to go ahead and go. But he like, just made me feel weird. He was like weirding me out. We were in my house. I didn't know how to go to the situation. And that's when I utilized the hot girl tip. So be safe, be smart, share your location, have a code word with a friend, etc. But being safe also means practicing intimacy safely. Y'all listen, I'm all about being a hot girl. I'm all about doing hot shit, right? But when it comes to intimate time, like you're going to be banging, you're going to be hooking up, all that good stuff. Be safe. Be smart. Do what you need to do. Safe looks different for everyone. You know what I mean? Stay tested. Use protection, birth control, etc. Whatever you find as your safety, do it. And make sure you're having those conversations with your partners. So like if you are going to hook up with someone, don't be afraid to ask like, hey, when's the last time you were tested? Or, you know, for LGBTQ people, especially gay males, don't be afraid to ask like, are you on prep? Like... But also, as we're talking about PrEP, y'all, PrEP only works to stop one of the STIs, my friends. So just because someone's on PrEP does not mean that they shouldn't be getting tested regularly because you can still pass on everything and anything else. So just, you know, practice safely, live your life. Not here to tell you how to do it or what to do. I'm just here to say that you should practice safely. And I think that that's important. And that's something I've always preached on Boy Talk. So just a reminder, hot girls, hot girls do it safe. Hot girls, you know, whatever that looks like for you, practice safely. Don't be afraid to have those questions and conversations. I know it can feel uncomfortable, but I wish it's something someone would have told me when I was younger, especially like 16, 17, 18, 19 about that. It's like, don't be afraid to ask those questions. It's not awkward to quickly be like, hey, like before we, you know, get into this dirty, are you tested? When's the last time you tested? 
and is also not afraid to pull out a condom. Like, don't make it weird. Like, if you want to use protection, use it. It's okay. You're allowed to. You're allowed to, to request that you'd use protection, especially with, like, someone that's not that serious. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't know that person, like, and you feel more comfortable using protection, use it. Um, also, if you're comfortable not using protection, then that's great, too. If that, it's whatever your lifestyle is, right? And I'm not here to judge it or tell you how to live it. I just think practice whatever safety looks like to you because it's important to be a hot girl and to be safe. And then my last two tips are really, really, really important to me. One is you do you. When you're having a hot girl, yeah, it's about having fun and going out and doing things and having a good time and being with your friends and making these memories and going places and seeing people and meeting new people and all this good stuff. But also being a hot girl involves spending time with yourself. Take time for you. It is okay to like spend a day on yourself. Like as a hot girl, like go get a mani-pedi, take yourself out to dinner, go shopping, get a cute outfit. Heck, if you got the money, take yourself on a vacation. Like you deserve it. It's hot girls don't need to be with people all the time. Hot girls don't have to go out with all these different people. You can just be a hot girl and do it by yourself too. Hot girls are okay with spending time alone. Hot girls are okay with it. It's fine. Hot girls will spend time doing the things they love just as much as they'll do the other things. And another part about spending time by yourself and doing you is that you get to take hot pics, you know what I mean? You can take your cute little Instagram poses and the fun photos of yourself and make sure you look good and promote it and show off that you are good just being you too. Because one of the things that it takes to be a hot girl is being yourself. And that goes into my final tip for being a hot girl, which is don't have shame. You got to be shameless. It doesn't matter if people don't like your lifestyle. It doesn't matter if people judge you. People might think that like you're crazy or like they might call you out for being a hot girl or like they might say like, I can't believe that you're doing that or I don't agree with it or whatever. At the end of the day, if you're happy, who cares? You only get one shot at life. And like, if this is your hot girl summer, live it. And you can live it literally however you want. You don't owe anybody anything. So I think that that's what's so important is like, you need to be okay with your decisions and you have to be happy. And if people want to judge, let them. At the end of the day, it's your life. You live it how you want to. If hot girl summer is what you need, if being a hot girl is your lifestyle, live it own it hot girls own that they are hot girls and they do hot shit and that's what it's all about it's all about that confidence it's all about taking on your own life it's about being transparent about what you want and needs and not being afraid to say like i'm not looking for serious i'm just here to have a good time i like meeting new people i like having fun i like doing fun things and we got to normalize that and stop making it so weird all right so some story times about when i was a hot girl and i was doing hot shit <laughs> so i've had a couple hot girl summers in my life um i've had a couple hot girl moments in my life and i've had a i've always been a hot girl like my mentality has always been like from day one that i am a one you know what i mean so my hot girl summer well really my hot girl year started beginning of my senior year of high school this is one of my most memorable hot girl experiences so basically, I turned 18 the October of my senior year. So I was 18 majority of my senior year of high school. <laughs> and I was a hot girl and I was doing hot shit. So this was 2016. I was 18 years old. I had just got dumped by the first love of my life that previous spring. And he was the ex that was actually on the podcast already, Andrew. He broke my heart and I went off the deep end, plain and simple. 
off the deep end. Hot Girl Summer, Revenge, body yaddy yaddy. I was just out there doing what I needed to do to survive. I was feeling myself. I was a baddie. I was like, you know what? Screw it. I used to be like popular before my senior year and a couple people in my school decided to ruin my reputation and I was just getting really confident in myself at that point in my life as well. So like with all of these forces going on, getting dumped, having my reputation ruined, becoming confident in myself, turning 18, I was just meant to go off the deep end, hot girl summer, body yaddy yaddy it all summer long, right? So I remember it really started during the school year and I would go to some parties on weekends with some friends. Um, and <laughs> these parties always ended up in terrible decisions in the sense of like, everyone ended up hooking up with someone and you'd always end up with this new person and you're meeting new people. And, you know, like I got hit on by straight men at these parties. Like it just was always, always an interesting evening. <laughs> and I just remember specifically that summer came around I knew I was going to college I knew that I was going to be in this small town for a little longer and I was like before I go we are running this town amok and I my body count which body count doesn't matter at the end of the day it doesn't I stopped counting years ago but to give you an idea of how my summer went I went from a body count of three to a body count of 13 in three months. Hot Girl Summer, the roster was full. There was not a dull moment. I was out and about. I was living the life. I was going to, you know, clubs. I was dancing. I was meeting people. I was on every dating app, every social media platform. I was getting hit up. I was hitting people up. Like, it was just Hot Girl Summer. Hot Girl Summer. Um, I was the first time I ever went on like a date with someone who was a little more affluent. They took me on like a $500 dinner d date and like, I was just like shook as first time I'd ever had seen that much food ordered at a restaurant. Like I had a couple frat boys at one local college and then I had a couple frat boys at another local college. And there was this one guy who was at, uh, at the canvas on like the dorms living in the summer. Like I just... I was all around the town. I had people to go places with, things to do, people to see, events to be at. I was dressing to the nine. I was hot. I was desired. It was a great time. And I lived my best life. And it was such a fun summer. And I have so many great memories from it all. And that was the thing is like, I was so clear with everyone about my intentions. I had told people like, I'm not looking for serious. I just graduated high school. I'm moving to college. Like life is about to be brand new for me. I'm not trying to get tied down. I'm not looking for love. I'm looking for fun. I'm looking to meet people. I'm looking to go on adventures. I'm looking for, for, you know, memories. And I was able to find a bunch of people who were in the same boat. And that was the beauty of it. Like I didn't hurt anyone's feelings. None of them had the intention of dating me long-term. There was no looking for love in that summer. It was clearly like, you're cool. I'm cool. We have fun together. We have common interests. Let's just experience life. Let's have fun. Let's go around. And you know, if it ended up with some fun, some intimacy, great, cool, awesome. But at the end of the day, that wasn't anything that was necessary. There was a lot of those guys that summer, some of my favorite memories from that summer, 
didn't add an intimacy because I didn't have to. And that was the beauty of it. And that's the beauty of being a hot girl. It's all about living, experiencing, you know, trying new things, having a good time, having some great stories and making a, the best of it. It's just a lot of fun. And I just remember that summer as one of my favorite summers ever. Alrighty, it is that part of the podcast. We are moving into listener questions. If you're not familiar with how this works, I pull questions from my TikTok comments as well as my Instagram DMs. You can find me on all of my social media once again at Ocody, O-H-H-K-O-D-Y. You can't miss me. Super easy to find me. I'm on every social media platform you can imagine under the sun and more. But yeah, I specifically look for my TikTok comments and I specifically look at my Instagram DMs for these questions and then I answer them weekly. You can also DM me on the Instagram for the podcast at boytalk underscore podcast and we can get these questions answered. So go ahead and submit the questions. I will answer them every week. This week we have time for two questions, two questions only. So the first question we're going to talk about is how do I know if someone is actually into me or just looking for sex? This is something I talked about on TikTok first. It was first brought to my attention on there. And so I figured I'd share some more information here where I can get a little more juicier, get a little more into the details about it. But here's the big thing about if someone wants you or if they just want sex, right? It's all about the way that they behave. You got to look at their actions because you know what I mean? Like a real player, a real manipulator, they're going to tell you what you want to hear. It's how they are acting. So... Let's talk about it. If someone is really into you, they're going to do these things. They're going to be interested in your life, meaning they're going to ask about your family. They're going to want to know about your friends. They're going to want to know about your hobbies and interests. And they're going to remember those things. They're going to bring them up. They're going to follow up. Like example, if you tell a guy you're going to a family dinner, the next few days, if he really cares, he's going to ask you how that went or that night he's going to ask you how it went. He's not going to forget that you went and did that event. Same thing with like, if someone cares about you, they're going to want to meet your friends. One of the biggest red flags that someone doesn't want you, they just want sex is that they don't want anything to do with anything besides you. So they're not going to want to come to family events. They're not going to want to meet the friends. They're not going to want to come to coffee with your best friend. They don't care to get to know their your friends' names. It's just they don't have any reason to get to know you like that because all they want from you is that one thing. And so if they just want that one thing, why would they take time and energy to try to get to know you, to try to be part of your life in ways that actually matter? That's a big sign. See how they're behaving, their actions and their intentions. Another really big red flag that someone is just using you goes into social media. If they are like so uncomfortable about the idea of having a story with you or being posted on your social media or posting you on their social media in any regard, big red flag. They're not there for anything else but intimacy, right? So like example, do I think you need to post a picture with someone the first week of dating them? No, not at all. I'm definitely the kind of person that waits a few months and especially now that I have, you know, an internet following, I I would even wait longer at this point to post or come public about a relationship, right? But back in the day, before I had a following or whatever, I wouldn't post even in the first month. I wouldn't post in the first two or three. I don't think there's any need. I don't know what's going on. I barely know this human yet. But I always will post you on my story because stories, they disappear in 24 hours. Like, it's not that deep. And if I post a video of us, it's normally just us like, I don't know, getting coffee maybe at dinner. There's no way to tell that we're more than anything but friends in these stories. So as long as we keep it like that, 
I think that you should be able to post the story. And so the moment a man gets weird or a girl gets weird or they get weird about it, that's a big sign that they are not interested in anyone knowing that y'all are together. That means they don't want to be seen with you. They don't want to be linked with you. And that's a red flag. We don't want no sneaky linky like that. Like, I'm not trying to be this hidden little thing that you just do once in a while. Like, I want people to know that I hang out with you. Like, I want to show up on your story. I want you to show up on my story. Like, no one has to know that we're dating. No one has to know that we're intimate. I'm not saying that we need to let people know that we're a thing. But, like, what's the issue? I would post a video of me and my friends hanging out. You're my friend right now. We're hanging out. Why can't I post a video of you? Big red flag if they don't want to do that. So yeah, I think really just look at those actions. If you want to know if someone's there for more than just that, you know, intimacy, that is the biggest thing. It's so important to stay true to yourself. It's so important to to know when something feels wrong. So if you're seeing that action from someone where they like are acting like they don't care about you more than that, it's a big red flag. You're probably right. So don't ignore the red flags. Next question. So how do I use my tongue when giving head? a great question it is one of the most essential things to give good sloppy toppy right you have to use your tongue so what you want to do is imagine that your tongue is really doing all of the work because at the end of the day your lips don't do much for it like yeah they they go around either like you know a little dingling or you know you can like kiss on something or whatever but at the end of the day it's the tongue that's doing the work so what you need to do is utilize the tongue and you need to use it in a meaningful way. <laughs> what you want to do is you'll want to like, if you're doing it on a dingling, <laughs> you'll want to use the tongue and swirl like the tip. You know what I mean? Like it will be super beneficial. It will make them feel super good. It's going to be amazing. And if you swirl around the tip when you're doing the do, it's going to change the game. The next thing is to utilize the tongue for the dingling. You know those two little like beach balls? Yeah, those things down there. Utilize your tongue there. For sure, give those a couple little licks and you are going to have him, them falling in love. Next, if you're giving, you know, a little bit of that brain to someone with a kitty cat, someone a proud owner of that little, you know, thing down there, then what you'll want to focus on is really the spots that matter most. So one thing that's really important to focus on is like the clit. You want to make sure that you lick that. Make sure that you're hitting that with your tongue. Do a little couple flicky flicks on it. Like I said before, I'm not an expert in that area. Um, you know, I identify as a gay male. So do I spend time on that? Not really. Not often. Not enough to be like <laughs> really good at it. But long story short, that's where you want to be. So yeah, that's my advice for how to use your tongue when giving that brain. So I hope that helps and I hope that answers some questions. Back to the shameless plug. Hi everyone, I'm back to give a shameless plug again. I know, please, if you have not yet downloaded the episode, please like it, please follow the podcast, share the podcast, tag me on social media when you do. I always repost, reshare. I'll even follow back if you share it on your social media about the podcast, how much you love it. Please leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcast. I do not get paid for this podcast yet. I am just out here making it for the funsies. So please, 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 your support is what makes this podcast keep going. It motivates me to keep going. It's what's making the podcast grow. The more you guys support, the more that I can do. So please do your part. I really appreciate it. You guys are the best. And because of you, we are in the top one. 0.5%. That's all you, baby. You did that. So thank you guys. 
Alrighty, y'all. So that is it for this week's episode. I hope you learned something new. I hope you got your questions answered. I hope you are having a hot girl summer. I hope you're ready. It is June. It is Pride Month. We are out here. We are doing it. We're living our best lives. We are hot girl summer. Now pop your sh all day long. And I cannot wait to see you all next week. Stay safe. Have a good time. <laughs>